This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass. If you'd like information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, click on the radio section of the page and you can check out past shows. You could subscribe to the program on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions to set up a virtual or even a face-to-face meeting. We are all shotted up at this point. So our regular (laughs) listeners know retirement is one of our most frequent topics and with good reason. After all, retirement is something that matters to most folks, whether they're already retired or working towards it. Most often we get into retirement's nuts and bolts, you know, budgeting, insurance products, income generating tools, annuities, things like that. There's more to retirement than that, people. Now, throughout my career, I can't even begin to account the number of clients who've told me they want their retirement to be their ultimate adventure. They don't want to sit and watch Wheel of Fortune, which, by the way, I was on. But with that in mind, Whoa. on today's show, Whoa. We're, going, we're going to look at some retirement lifestyles you may want to try. But before we begin crafting your retirement adventure story, I want to introduce the king of the Choose Your Own Adventure books. It's like every day is a new chapter in a Choose Your Own Adventure. And that's Tony Shore. Tony, how you doing today? <laughs> You're a funny guy, Matt. You're a funny guy. Let's cut that off. That's enough of that. Uh, Wheel of Fortune. I mean, is this a guilty pleasure? I shouldn't, I guess, admit this at this point in time, but I actually enjoy watching Wheel. My wife and I sit down and watch Wheel of Fortune. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're not in the senior zone yet, but uh, we love it. Uh, Oh, yeah. Did you watch the Halloween episode in October of 2008? I did not see that episode. Were you honestly on there? That was, that was, I think it was 2008. Yeah. I was honestly on the wheel of fortune. Yes. And did you win any money? I won the fast finger challenges, but I did not, I really had bad luck getting the wheel during the puzzle rounds that my mojo was stolen earlier in the day during the practice rounds. I got a little mad at the staff. I told them I did not want to go out there and solve the final puzzle because they were going to steal my mojo. And they did. But oh, uh, no. that's okay. I hold no grudges. I still had a great time. <laughs> Vanna White was phenomenal. She's so sweet. Really nice lady. She came and hung out backstage. I can sweat pants. Just, you know, just this tiny little thing. And then Pat Sajak, he was, he was really nice guy too. Uh, it yeah. was, a, it was, a, it was a fun day all around. It was a really fun time. Yeah. I've heard Pat is a, a great guy. So, uh, did you, you, you won some money on the, they sent yeah, you home I, with money. Yeah. You get something regardless, but I, yeah, I won like, uh, after I forget what it was after, you know, it was like $5,000 after taxes. Sure. Wow. Well, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. I had no idea. Look at the things you learn on this show. Unbelievable. (laughs) You've said this on shows a lot, Matt, but retirement planning is a lot of work. I mean, it's documents, it's meetings, it's budgeting, a lot of decisions. 
Uh, and because of that, it can be easy to lose sight of what retirement is really all about. And, you know, but like so many of your clients, I'm sure have told you through the years, retirement is also an adventure, as you say. And uh, like you said, I, I like to make the show more adventurous. And uh, that's why I'm here, right? You do. You do. You make it that way. <laughs> you do like to make it that way. And you certainly do make it that way, Tony. All right. Uh, now, I do want to say before we get too deep into this one, we're going to talk about some of the fun and aspirational elements of retirement, but we're also going to try and describe, you know, describe some of the retirement strategy elements. You can implement it to make it all happen. Now, there was a uh, an article in U.S. News and World Report, 10 Retirement Lifestyles Worth Trying, and I want to touch on just a couple of the tips they made in that, kind of give some of our advice around it. Now, the first one they talked about, simple and very profound, and it's reinvent yourself. Now, when you consider the years of dedication you put into your career, the sacrifices you made to become successful, but retirement's going to be your time. Now, if you want to slow down, relax, go for it. If, if you want to dive right into a new strenuous activity, have at it. But remember, your new lifestyle is going to be affected by how much you've saved and what income you're still bringing in during retirement. And I want to really actually, this is this one, there's a, a that's a, some great general advice. Remember this too, reinventing yourself. Um, if you're in a relationship entering into retirement, before you completely reinvent yourself, remember you're in a relationship, right? <laughs> Retirement's right. a very easy way for some people to walk away from the relationships they're in. And for some people, that might be the absolute best thing. But if you don't have any intentions of walking away from your committed relationship, as you're reinventing yourself, and perhaps if, if most, the best way to do this is before, talk about what that reinvention is going to look like with your partner. Right. And so that there's not that just absolute automatic disconnect of people completely reinventing themselves in completely different directions. That is one of those ones you want to make sure if you have plan if you're planning on staying with somebody, you have that discussion first. And the other thing I can say is, yes, slow down and relax. But remember this, stay moving as well. Right. You can relax as much as you want. A walk can be very relaxing, but at the very least, you don't just slow down to the point where you don't go or do anything. That is a detrimental issue to your retirement as having no funds for it. Well, and every great adventure starts with a strong and comprehensive strategy. I mean, uh, let's face it, Lewis and Clark didn't just wake up one morning and decide to start walking toward the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> I mean, they strategized for at least a year before they actually had it off. So if you're going to change up your lifestyle in retirement, I think it's critical to work closely with a financial services professional. Yeah. And one that's going to look again at your whole lifestyle, you know, have these discussions with you and your partner, make sure that you're both on the same page, even if the same page is how to as peacefully separate as possible. But you know, if again, if you're in a committed relationship, how to work as strongly together as possible towards these things. Now let's talk about some of the possibilities, right? This is the, I think the more fun part of this rather sure. than, the preachy, than the preachy part, right? How about the beach? Now I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting in the office and I see the smile on the client's face as they describe the soft sandy beaches, the warm ocean breezes, uh, you know, those toes in the sand thoughts that they have about retirement. Well, and the beach is an ideal retirement spot for a lot of people that might be tuning into our show today, but some of them may assume they'll be priced out if it actually 
you know, they want to live on or near a beach, right? There is that. There's that. Well, let's also remember beaches mean a lot to us because a lot of times we vacation there and retirement for some people might be a permanent vacation and that the beach might be the best place for you. But there's, there are some drawbacks living near the beach. There's storms and hurricanes and high water and flooding and salt air destroys everything. Right. So it may just be, again, you, you want to talk these things out. Um, but there's also that the costs, you know, ocean views can be expensive, but a retirement strategy can make life on the beach attainable. Now, affordable beachfront living is available here in the United States as well as appealing places all around the world. Also, just a couple blocks off the beach is just as available. In addition to working with seasoned financial pros, I urge people begin by listing places where they'd be interested in living. You know, from there, get online, do some research. And also remember, even if you're planning on moving far from your current home, full or part-time, you can keep the same financial professional, the advisor you've been working with, the financial planner you've been working with. This last year, if nothing else, taught us that. Video chatting, you can meet face-to-face with your pro wherever you want with just the click of a few buttons. We have clients all over the country, people that started out local and some that have just started from far away. And we've been able, you know, the online world has made it so much easier to work with them no matter where they are. Yeah, that's a crucial point. And, And moving away from where you've been rooted for a long time can be nerve wracking. So you need to be able to maintain your relationship with somebody like your financial services professional. And that's going to make the big move less intimidating. Yeah. Retirement with lots of golf has been another frequent retirement theme of a lot of clients. And golf may be particularly beneficial because it also provides plenty of exercise and social engagement, two critical components of a healthy retirement. And, you know, I realized, Tony, that was a really weird segue I just made off your thing, but I had this topic on mind. So please, uh, I, I apologize for not responding to your last comment, but I wanted to get this one out. As any golfer knows, it can be an expensive hobby. But there's a lot of warm weather communities. They have plenty of affordable golf options. Heck, you can volunteer, of course, and you can often get nice discounts there. So carefully factoring your love of golf into your retirement strategy or whatever some of those things may be may help you hit the links as often as you'd like or some of these other things that you may enjoy doing in retirement by through some opportunities such as the retirement communities that you're in. Yeah, I mean, there may be some folks out there listening who fall into that category. I mean, I've known some people who have played 18 holes every day well into their 80s. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So for a lot of people, golf might be the perfect retirement activity. It really can. Uh, There's another great retirement adventure people like going back to school. Living in a college town, it offers arts, culture benefits. A lot of colleges and universities also offer free or discounted classes for seniors. There's Going back to school has become so popular with retirees. Some colleges have built their own retirement communities very close to the campuses to make that a possibility for people. Or on campus, uh, Arizona State has built a huge senior living community and assisted living centers right next to the campus. Uh, And I saw a new special on this. More and more colleges are looking into doing this. And one of the primary reasons is a lot of seniors go back to school for things or want to take classes. Another thing is, is resources, Uh, the library they have access to and the other way around, the students can volunteer, intern or work at the in the senior communities doing various jobs and, and trying on their career. 
That's you know? true. And Arizona State, you party so hard at that school that you age so much. <laughs> By the time you, you graduate, you'll need to right just in. move right into the senior living <laughs> facility. I know, Arizona State. Come on. It's like, wow. Yeah. Well, a lot of seniors, uh, I guess, must like to uh, hang out and party with the college kids there. But seriously, I saw a news special. It was like 60 Minutes or a CBS news special on senior living and co- campuses working together in colleges. It's pretty amazing. And the facility they're building there in Arizona is unbelievable. Uh, it just looked beautiful. So well, it's, a, it's a high destination for a lot of retirees, so it sure. absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I, I this has been a great show so far, uh, but why don't we let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Well, besides for these online portals that we talk about, uh, you can give us a call 800-339-9252, or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. Sounds good. And we've had a great show so far today. What do you have for us next? Well, uh, next tip I want to talk about volunteering. Uh, I hope this is one people have been doing their whole lives and they're not sick of yet because it is a way to make a great change and, uh, an addition to value add to your community. But I think this one really aligns well with what I've heard from so many of my clients throughout the years. Many of the people I work with tell me once they stop working, have more time on their hands, they want to get that much more involved in the causes they care about. Now, if you're one of those folks who's eager to keep busy by volunteering during retirement, your options are nearly endless. You can be a mentor, tutor, coach, teacher at a library, museum, park, schools. It's almost certain you have experience and skills that other people can benefit from in all sorts of arenas. Now, a schedule heavy on volunteering may make it harder to hold a part-time job in retirement if you're interested. So if you want to keep busy volunteering, make sure your financial strategy provides you with enough retirement income as well. Right. And I think that's very important. It's a critical point. I know a lot of retired people who put in even more hours each week volunteering than they did when they were actually working. <laughs> Yeah. Some people are really into it, and that helps. They stay active. Uh, they live longer. And if you think you might fall into that category, you need to account for it when you're working with your financial services professional, right? Solid point, Tony. Solid point. Yep. And we just mentioned part-time jobs in retirement. And I want to talk a little bit more about that real quick. Many of my clients work part-time in retirement. Uh, in most cases, it's not because they have to. You know, proper planning, hopefully it's not an issue. Uh, it's But it's because they want to. For a lot of people, a part-time job means getting out of the house, socializing, putting a little money in their pocket. And here's the most critical thing to remember. A second job doesn't mean you have to do something you don't enjoy. And working part-time, even working seasonally, what, what museums, concert venues, theaters, Maybe even a neighborhood coffee shop can get you up on your feet doing something fun. Remember, with that solid retirement strategy, you call the shots. You could very well decide to work a little bit for the first several years of your retirement before you don't do it anymore or a lot right away and then taper off. You know, But it's okay because it's your retirement the way you define it. Right. And I think that's really important. There's a big difference between wanting to work and having to work. Absolutely. No one wants to find out they retired just to go back to a new career because they can't afford to be retired. I always, you know, to me, it's about, you know, retiring and staying retired the way you define it. And with the proper planning beforehand, the likelihood of that happening is much greater. Now, working in retirement, uh, you know, a lot of retirees, they use the new time they have on their hands 
to finally put their dreams of entrepreneurship into motion. Now, after the after you listen to the show, if, if this is something you think about, take a few minutes, write down everything you do in your career. Consider the skills you had to develop before uh, you retired to become successful. Also weigh all the stumbles, hard lessons you had to learn from along the way. The bottom line is you have a lot to offer. Heck, if you're working right now and you're thinking maybe this isn't the right, right career for me, do the same thing. I was working on this exercise with a client just this last last Thursday. It was we were sitting. It was a beautiful day. We we're sitting on a deck at lunch and talking about these things. They want to make a change in their career and they're in a really comfortable position in a job that wants to offer them a promotion. But they just they've been they started working at this place when they were 22 years old. They've been there 20 years, wow. and they think it's you know they. If they were in the military, they'd be retiring with a pension, right? So, uh, with a pretty good rank. But at this point, they they think it's a great, it's a good time to maybe just have that second career. And you can apply those same things. Write your story out. See the skills you have. And even if you've only worked in that one industry, this person, this she's amassed so many skills that would make her an asset at another job. So much so that she can kind of write a story of what the next career is gonna look like, what her hours and compensation package can look like. And she can shop that around with the comfort of knowing where she is, that she can stay there if she has to. But she's going through this process now of doing that. And I think it's a great thing to do no matter where you are in your career. And you know, how about putting one, if, if you do this, and you were talking about where we started here, if you put all those skills and experiences to work, maybe building your own small business uh, is easier. It lets you work when you want, where you want. Why not market yourself as a consultant? There's a lot of businesses out there, whatever field you work in, that would likely be interested in bringing you in temporarily just to even help with a project. Yeah. And I would also add that working from home, which has become more common by the day, uh, with COVID and everything else, it's also possible you could just do consulting work or something similar without ever having to leave the comfort of your front porch. I mean, that's yeah. a, a great option today with technology. Well, and there, there, that is an option. But also remember, the opposite is true for those of you who loved being at your office. And that's one of the problems. That's one of the things we're working through with the person I was just talking about. Sure. She she loved being in her office. She loved the travel that was involved. The, mm -hmm. What she did in her job was very important to her. They scaled all that back. They've changed that in her company. So her looking for something that will get her off her front porch right now is more important. She likes the adventure of that. Sure. So it, you, there's there's both sides there. If that part is, if you're done with that, great. If that's what your job was and you want something different, write that story too. And saying these things, you know, it's a, maybe a little meta right now, but I think it comes to another important point. Let's call that being the dreamer. And it really ties in nicely about having an aspirational retirement. When we're young, we have these big dreams. I'm going to be, I'm going to write the novel. I'm going to paint. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a singer or something. But eventually, you know, we go to college, we start a career, we get married, we have family. A lot of those dreams slowly and surely fall by the wayside. Not everybody keeps up on them. Uh, and, and that could be a, that can, that's something you really want to address. Yeah. I mean, why not pick them back up during retirement then? Right. Yeah. And thanks for picking that up. Right. Every time it's the perfect time to rekindle old passions. <laughs> I thought Maybe, I'd move that along for you. Thank yeah. you. I, I, I fell off real hard at the end of that sentence. <laughs> and I'm glad you picked that rock up and moved it across the valley for me. Uh, that's why we're, that's why the show's so great, man, because we work so well as a team. <laughs> yeah. You know, retirement's the perfect time to rekindle old passions. Maybe even learn new ones. 
Enroll in music classes. Take art lessons. If you've always had a passion for writing, sit down, write your autobiography. So subsequent generations of your family know who you were, how your family was built. I, I would love it if I could reach into a book to read my grandparents' stories now. I luckily was able to spend a decent amount of time with them. I know a lot of them, but... My kids didn't know them, and I'd love it if they could open that book. As you write that, organize family photos and keepsakes. You know, because you're retired, you can write for a few hours in the morning and then take the afternoon for a round of golf or a walk on the beach with friends, whatever it is you're looking to do. Um, and let me tell you this. I've There's a couple of retirees that I've helped coax that inner musician back out of them. I've taught, you know, I've played with them a little bit, just, you know, strumming the guitar, and I've gotten them up onto the stage for the first time, something they wanted to do their whole life. There's all sorts of, like, open mics out there, and I got to tell you, very rarely do crowds love anything more than that person that's getting up there and actually trying it rather than the person who, you know, goes up there to be a rock God or something. The sure. person who's getting on that open mic stage, who's going up there for the first time ever, especially if they're like a retired age person, the crowd eats it up. If you've ever wanted your ego stroke for being on stage, that's a great time to pick it up. Yeah, there you go. I think that's a great point. Uh, what's another piece of advice you have for us? Well, this one ties into the last show we did, gardening. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. I know a lot of people out there rolling their eyes that the idea of retirement could be built around a garden. But broaden your mind a little bit. When you have a large garden, you're out of the house. You're in the fresh air. You're exercising. You're moving around. You're using your mind. All the things we've talked about already. And beyond that, you can recruit friends, neighbors to help you tend your gardens. Or you can just tell your kids and grandkids they need to come over and why. Right. It's, so, right. It, 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 so you get to socialize, too. Finally, the produce you grow can reduce bills. You know, your grocery bill in retirement. It could also be shared with the people you care about. As also the local food banks who are always in, you know, who are hurting for food, especially these days. Ultimately, the key takeaway is simply this. If you work with a financial service which is professional to craft uh, you know, a, a thorough, comprehensive retirement strategy, your retirement can be anything and everything you dream of. Wow. I think that's great. And, you know, uh, we're talking about how, you know, how and what retirement means and what it means to you. And it means you finally have the time to do a lot of things you've always wanted to do is quite frankly what it is. And more importantly, when you want to do them. I think it's been a great show so far. What else do you have for us? I'd like to just kick through some of those things we talked about in the beginning. Like I said, I want to make it somewhat aspirational, but we also have to talk about some of the nuts and bolts. Sure. Those strategy elements, right? From there, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time, uh, the happy things. So let's talk about real quick some of these nuts and bolts issues. Uh, there's some great steps you can take uh, to help even bolster this aspirational retirement thing. First, the the emergency fund. I harp on this no matter what I what. Yep. What, what we're talking about. Emergency fund is so important. It's one of those things that is all when you have an actual comprehensive financial plan in place, there's always, a, well, it's a comprehensive one. We'll always have an, an emergency fund addressed. And it does so much for you. Number one, it allows you to have some cash on hand for emergency situations, but a well-crafted uh, emergency fund can also, in the beginning of your retirement, depending on how your assets are allocated, really help you weather any of those bear markets or downturns that early on in a retirement can seriously affect the longevity of your financial plan. It can really offset that. You know, like the average bear market lasts somewhere around 15 months, peak to trough. So this is one of those things where 
a properly, you know, people talk about how long or how much you should have, but the, a good emergency fund can make all the difference. Well, and if you're lucky, you'll never need it. But if the water heater goes out and needs to be replaced, it's a relief to have it, right? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Again, the, you can, it's, it, there's so many uses for it. Now, the next step, build a strong retirement budget. Even if you've already built a good budget while you're sitting on the front porch with your last laptop and your glass of iced tea, review it with your your advisor, your financial planner. They'll likely help you find the nuances you hadn't considered that'll make it even stronger. And while you're going over your budget, talk through health insurance with them. There's, it's no great revelation to say that healthcare and retirement can be pretty expensive. Medicare begins at 65. It only covers so much. You've heard the massive amounts of, num- you know, of money that people spend in retirement on healthcare. There's deductibles, out-of-pocket expenses. There's more than that. The article notes, there's an article, uh, what was it, in the balance. Um, you can expect Medicare to cover only about half of your retirement healthcare expenses. No, that, that can really add up. You know, doesn't Medicare doesn't cover long-term care. So, Long-term care insurance, while the straight long-term care insurance has been priced and the products are almost out of the market as a whole, there are so many hybrid products out there that you can look into that'll help bolster up that for you so that you're not doing 100% long-term financing or long-term care financing on your own. Well, and you've talked about the importance of long-term care insurance many times on previous episodes, so I'm glad you gave us a reminder. Uh, What else? uh, How about taxes in retirement? Oh yeah, those don't stop. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, if you have a robust financial strategy, it's likely you'll be generating retirement from a lot of different sources, multiple sources, hopefully, right? Chances are those multiple sources will be taxed differently. It's important to remember that even though your regular nine to five paychecks might have stopped, the tax man may still expect a cut of some of it. Now, if it's not all after tax money, they're going to want some. So I'd go so far as to say taxes in retirement may be the single best reason to build a strong relationship with a CFP, Certified Financial Planner. Uh, great. Ha- they're often, you know, very well versed in taxes. I know ours is also an EA. Um, you know, unexpected taxes can derail that aspirational retirement. We've been talking about this whole show very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you don't have to convince me of the importance of working with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional. And I think that's really important. So many people put that off or think, "Ah, I don't need one, or maybe I don't. They think, oh, I'm not super wealthy. I don't need one. You really need to work with a financial professional uh, to help you with all of this, to get these strategies put in place, right? Yeah, there's a reason for nearly everyone. The super wealthy yeah, that's almost all strategies and tactics, right? Yep. To how to preserve wealth for future. It, the what look what most people think are very wealthy people. Those are some of the people that need it beyond belief because often while they're making a ton of money, they also have a ton of expenses and they haven't adjusted that lifestyle for retirement for when they're not making ridiculous amounts of money every year. But there's those other people. What I like to consider the normal people. Those are the people I like to help the most, and they're the ones that think they don't have enough to work with a financial services professional, a good advisor, a good financial planner, to have this this team of people looking after them, those are the people that may benefit from it the most. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people that have half a million dollars total put away, but because they've done the right planning throughout their lifetime, have just as comfortable of a retirement as people who make half a million dollars a year. Wow. And that's, see, that's a great point right there. And it illustrates uh, how everybody's situation is different, 
and you never know. And it, it's all about working with a financial services professional to make sure you have a plan you're comfortable with and that makes sense for you. Now, we're out of time for today's show. It flew by. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we have to go today, Matt? If you want to sit down and talk about these things, which if you haven't, you really should, call call someone. If you're listening to this show, call us. The first visit is complimentary. There's no cost. There's no obligation. We're not going to try and sell you anything. We're going to tell you what you need to know about how to put a comprehensive financial plan together. There's, again, no cost, no obligation. Call us, 800-339-9252. Visit us online at compass-ltd.com. We'll help answer some questions. We'll tell you the steps to take so that, yes, you get to live that life you want to live now, but you get to also keep that eye on that life you want to have in the future and increase the likelihood of having that retirement in your dreams. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.